Hey, Boss Fam. Thanks for tuning in. You're about to listen to one of the OG episodes from back when this podcast was called The Everything Enthusiast, and I identified as a creativity and mindset coach for multi-passionates. I tell you this because I may use the term everything enthusiast a lot and say some other stuff about my offers and motivations that might be different from my new identity. But you get me. Reinventing ourselves is what we multi-passionates do best. So thanks for being here and enjoy the episode. Hey, 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 how's everybody doing today? Welcome, you guys. Thank you for joining me for the fourth episode of The Everything Enthusiast. I am Jenny, the slightly sweary cheerleader, rah-rahing all your creative efforts. If you've already subscribed to the show, I am I am virtually hugging you right now. You can't see me, but trust that it's happening. And if you're an everything enthusiast noob, welcome, come on in, get comfy and do make sure you hit subscribe because today is the ultimate pep talk for Jackson Jills of all trades. You've likely been beating yourself up for far too long for feeling easily distracted or undercommitted. And today is the day you will learn to admire and even cherish that unique little Renaissance brain of yours. So today we're going to talk about the number one tool that I think will help you if you identify as an everything enthusiast. I call it the scanner planner. Scanner is a term I talked about in the very first episode. It's one of the words that people have used to describe folks like us. I said I didn't really like it that much because it sort of implies like just a cursory knowledge and like maybe sort of like you're a dabbler, but it totally works for our purposes today. It's actually the brainchild of Barbara Scher, who wrote the book, Refuse to Choose, that I have referred to in almost every episode since this podcast began, but she called it a scanner's daybook. I kind of feel like that's a missed opportunity. Come on, you guys. Scanner planner. Like, it's catchy. I don't know. Why why didn't she say that? (laughs) But she is the one that originated this idea. And In researching her, it's actually really sad. I discovered that she is no longer with us. She passed away last year. She was in her 80s, but she left some really, really amazing legacies behind. One of those is the success teams that she created. I want to say like back in the 70s, which are essentially small groups in which the members dedicate their efforts to helping each other find and achieve their goals. Her website has a page on it called Barbara Shares Idea Party, and that is still going strong. And it is a place, this is so cool, you guys. It is a place where you can go and tell the super supportive community of people what your dream is. It doesn't matter. It can be extravagant and, and wild. So what your dream is and then what your obstacle is that's standing in the way of you accomplishing your dream. And it's like crowdsourcing solutions. These serendipities occur all of the time, like where someone wins a cruise, but isn't able to go for some reason. And the other person was just really wanted to take a cruise. They've had a hard year. And so that person gifts the other person the cruise. And I mean, some people have found romantic partners, like it's absolutely wild. And so if this is hard for you to wrap your head around, like how it works, And it sounds that way when I'm talking about it, like, what the hell? Go and listen to Barbara Sher's TED Talk. It it made me cry. It's amazing. The notion that she devoted her life to this is just so powerful. 
I will include the link to the TED Talk and to her website in the show notes. They are both things that I, I really, really think you should check out. So the scanner planner was almost inspired by the Da Vinci notebooks. And that's another fascinating thing to look into if you want to feel better about your meandering focus. Um, I checked it out from the library and it's cool. Like it's cool to read through these because they're out of order and they're impulsive and they're unrestrained and they don't follow any logical train of thought. It's literally like brain vomit, but it just goes to show that somebody else's chaos is another person's sheer brilliance. So I like that. And again, you want to feel better about yourself? Go check that out. He, Da Vinci wrote his comments in mirror writing. Like almost all of the pages are written in, in mirror writing and no one really knows why. Like, was it meant to be code? So no one could read his ideas. Was, did he just really like exercising his brain at all times? I mean, it's absolutely fascinating. So for your own scanner planner, you're going to want to go and buy a blank book that you're going to devote entirely to your daily scanner activities. But there's a couple things you have to take into account. Have you ever seen those journals that are like leather bound and the, the paper looks almost antique and handmade? And you're like, that's way too pretty for me to write with my icky handwriting and scribble out mistakes, blah, blah, blah. Like I've had that feeling. I'm sure some of you, most of you have as well. That's the journal you're going to buy. The one that is so beautiful, you are almost afraid to write in it. Also, it's recommended that you get a journal that doesn't have any lines in it so that you can also draw. I went to Michael's and found a super sparkly one because I'm a sucker for sparkly things. Um, and it has a dot grid inside and like good quality sort of thick paper. You're also going to want to grab some nice pens that you really enjoy writing with and if you like to sketch with pencils or charcoal or colored pencils, you may want to grab some of those too. But seriously, for real, don't skimp on this part. Don't just go to the 99 cent store and grab like a wide ruled basic ass notebook. The reason you want something really nice is because this is symbolic of the fact that you value what you're putting into this notebook. So it's really significant. The second that you start to consider your various obsessions worth documenting, it's like a, a switch flips in your mind and it starts to change how you feel about yourself and your ideas. Instead of sort of like beating yourself up over always going off in a new direction, you start to like assign some value um, to the way that your mind works. And guys, this works. This changed how... I viewed what I had always perceived of as a scatterbrain um, into into something a lot more like magical and marvelous. So so try it. Like give me the benefit of the doubt. Go buy a super fancy notebook and and tell me how it goes. It's also I I sort of see this as like a version of self care to begin to treat your ideas as truly significant. The scanner planner invites you to turn your mind loose without any restrictions to learn or design or imagine anything that comes in 
to your head. Barbara Sher wanted to see when you were set free like that, what kind of Renaissance person would emerge. And that's a pretty worthy endeavor, I think. So once you've got your scanner planner in front of you, um, find a chunk of time and start your first entry. You're going to want to write the date and the time. The time is important. So write that down too. And then go to town. Start writing down every single idea that is currently vying for your attention. Even like the one that's 60th on the list right now, you want to get it all out, all of it out on paper, go down rabbit holes, go on tangents. But when you go on a tangent, draw an arrow to the opposite page and let the tangential idea sort of fizzle out over there. So you kind of want to take an idea and like reach not a full conclusion, but like, okay, I have now explained this idea, moving on to the next idea. And so devote different pages to each of those ideas so that they're not um, completely running into one another back to back. Draw diagrams if you want, um, capture all of your what ifs, uh, create a list of books and resources you'll need, print stuff off the internet and like glue it in and just truly try to write until you're done until you've just exhausted your creative mind for that particular session. Then when you stop, and again, this is a reason you want to set aside time to do this because if you stop, because like the kids just got up or you have, you know, a work meeting you have to get ready for, you're not going to get the full benefit of this exercise, but assuming that you've kept going until you just simply felt ready to stop for the day, Capture the last thought you have that made you feel like you wanted to stop. So make that the last line of the entry. The last thing that went through your brain where you were like, all right, I'm good here. I'm going to go make breakfast. And then again, note the time. So this way you'll begin to notice what influences you to stop and possibly lose interest in a thing as well as how long that takes. You've got your start time, you've got your end time, and you can start to see a pattern. So you'll want to do this for a, a couple of weeks. So that pattern begins to emerge. Um, some people do it every day, like morning pages, um, which is a, an exercise introduced by Julia Cameron in the artist's way, which is something I'm sure I will refer to in future episodes. Artist way is another like life changing book in my estimation. So you can do it every day or you can just do it when a new idea starts like tugging at you or 10 new ideas, which might be more accurate. Um, but just, just start to do it on some sort of semi-consistent basis. So like I said, a, a pattern begins to emerge. And this exercise, you guys, is so cool because you'll start to like see your ideas and run with them when they're at literally their most exciting. When you are like so so into it and super juiced and entirely filled with the muse. And so it's, it's truly that idea at, at its best, at its origin point. I loved this exercise because I spent a long time not pursuing things that were tugging at my attention out of guilt over all of the things that were sitting in a closet that hadn't been finished. And what your scanner planner lets you do is it, it provides this outlet essentially for you to explore ideas without feeling guilt over sunk costs. In some cases you will write yourself to exhaustion and you never will go back and look at that idea again. 
Um, but you won't do what I've always had a tendency to do, which is be like, Oh my God, I spent the whole weekend, you know, in a rabbit hole about such and such instead of doing like these other things that were really important to do. Scanner planner gives you a safe space to explore all of that without the guilt and, you know, self-recrimination, all that good stuff. (laughs) So that's step one. You're, you're going to just brain vomit your ideas onto paper for a week or two or a month or whatever. But at some point during that time, you're going to create a what have I done so far list. This is my favorite thing. My favorite thing, my favorite exercise. This changes the game, you guys. Write down all of the projects you have ever started, even if you didn't finish them, especially if you didn't finish them. So we're talking businesses that didn't get off the ground and courses you didn't complete and novels that you planned to write and did a bunch of research for, but never actually put the first word on paper. All of the things that you've actually done and all of the other things that make you say, I never finish anything, which I'm sure you have probably said at some point in your life, go back in, in history, no kidding, as far as you can remember. So the poster contest you won first place in an elementary school goes on the list, list all of the things, all of them. I recommend taking a few days to do this um, because it's like you'll be washing dishes and you'll be like, oh, I totally forgot about that thing. So don't necessarily expect to get it all done in one session. But what's so cool is that when you're done, you will discover that your body of work is much, much larger and way more interesting than you've ever given yourself credit for before. You will discover that you have actually finished many, many projects. And I think you will discover that along the way you have become a really fascinating person, truly like the kind I want to sit next to at a dinner party and like ignore everybody else and just talk to you. So this exercise really, truly helps you feel better about yourself and helps you start choosing wonder and pursuing that over listening to somebody else's idea about how you should be living your life. You know, why aren't you doing just the one thing and doing it all in? I want to see when you have been given free reign to just creatively explore and play, what kind of Renaissance person is going to emerge? Okay. So those are the first two things. You're going to write down all your ideas and all your tangential ideas. And then at some point you are going to do a, what have I done so far list? There's one last step. So as I said before, these, these kind of brain dumps, they do take a lot of mental energy. So Maybe you want to do this over the course of a couple of days or over the course of a week. Take your time with it because I think the more thorough you are, the more information, the, the more data you're going to collect about yourself as a result. For each one of those achievements, yes, even the half finished achievements on your what have I done so far list, you're going to ask yourself two questions. First, what was the most thrilling, inspiring, like what juiciest part of this experience? And then secondly, why did you stop? We'll be back after a quick break. 
This episode is brought to you by the Dream Job Academy. Does your job bum you out? Do you long to feel excited to spring out of bed in the morning and energized to tackle work you adore? We all deserve to feel like this. Our time on this planet is short. Shouldn't we all spend it doing the thing that makes us forget to eat and pee? But wait, you say, I'm multi-passionate. I have no idea which of my million passions is the right one to make a business out of. That's exactly why I created the Dream Job Academy. Put your million and one passions through my signature Dream Job distiller framework and you'll get back $1 million idea. Plus, you'll walk away with a 30-day action plan and a foolproof system for creating the next one when it's time to add another passion to your portfolio. If you're ready to love what you do so much that you never work a day in your life, snag the Dream Job Academy self-study course at jennyoconnorcom forward slash dream. So can you guys guess what kind of information this is going to give you? So remember the rewards that we talked about in episode three, the reason we leave a project, much like the reason a bee leaves a flower because it's gotten what it came for. Now you will know what that thing is for you. And that, you guys, is everything. Like, hello, redefining what success looks like. This, this is your new definition. This is how you know when you're finished, which is a truly liberating piece of information to have about yourself. So when we're considering rewards, like I know you're probably listening to this while you're like on a jog or in the car driving and you're like, yeah, okay, I totally get it. Rewards. Yeah. I'll, I'll totally write those down. But when it really comes down to it, what, what do those look like? I wanted to give you sort of a, a jumping off point, a starter version of this list. And by no means is this exhaustive, but I do think it will help you um, come up with, with the rewards of your own. All right. So maybe you like knowing how to do a lot of things so that you can always jump in and help. Maybe it's feeling capable or being the one who saves the day or just or, you know being the one who knows how to do stuff. Like that's a great reward. And I, I think that a lot of people, you know, would get off on that. Maybe you just like helping others with your skills or your knowledge. So this is a shout out to all of my coaches out there. It's literally what gets me out of bed every day. Um, you know, this is your foul mouth, creative, very godmother in the house. Um, yeah, helping others. That's, that's definitely a big reward for a lot of people. Maybe you're addicted to like discoveries and, and new insights that make you go, Oh my God. Wow. I never knew that. Um, you know, that, that could be a reward for you. Maybe you are obsessed with new things, new people, new places, new experiences. If you love travel, this is probably one of your rewards. Maybe you like having an impact being seen. Um, this especially applies to, to my teachers, um, performers, motiv- motivational speakers, revolutionaries. You want to make a difference in the world. You want to get out there and share your voice. That is a very motivational reward. Some people like to exercise intelligence for the simple fact that it feels good. Feels good to feel smart and competent. So 
I think that's a fairly satisfying reward. Some people are motivated by all of their senses being engaged at one time. When you are in the flow, this state of flow, this sort of right brain takes over, left brain turns off mode that we often get into when we're doing art, you're truly in the moment and all of your senses are are sort of being utilized at once. That's That feels good. Maybe it's using all aspects of yourself for a project. So your intuition and your intellect and your reason and your empathy, that could be a reward. Perhaps you like challenging yourself, just testing your limits, see what you're capable of, you know, flexing your, your confidence muscle. Here's one that probably applies to all of us. Um, maybe you like learning something new. Could that be it? Could that be a reward? Um, you know, it could be how to make sourdough bread or how to speak Gaelic or how to paint watercolor flowers. Um, learning something new is a huge part of what makes Renaissance people and multi-passionate people um, who they are, I think. Maybe you just like creating beautiful things. Perhaps you see beauty where others miss it. And and that's one of the rewards that inspires you. Perhaps you enjoy imagining possibilities. So you're really into the planning of things and you know building prototypes and creating solutions. For a lot of people who have this motivating factor, they just want to do the planning and then they're going to peace out. What's that? Once that's done, here's a blueprint. You do it. I just gave you the brilliant idea. I'm going to go do this other thing. Learn how to make some sourdough bread. (laughs) Um, maybe one of your rewards is building expertise, having, you know, a body of work or, or like a legacy to leave behind. It could be being a part of something, a, a community, a movement, something that matters to you and, and fleshes your life out with a bit more purpose. Maybe what motivates you is discovering how things tick. So finding the man behind the curtain and picking his brain, you know, um, that is, that is absolutely, especially for like our inventors out there, a huge motivating reward. Perhaps your thing is seeing the big picture. Like you enjoy exploring the relationship between things. And these are what I referred to in the last episode as like the patterns and the puzzle pieces that fit together in a way that's for you, that's unlike anyone else's patterns and puzzle pieces. So that equals something novel, even in a world of like, Hey, there's no new, new ideas. Like, well, perhaps, but when you spin it and put your own perspective on it, you can indeed create something novel that gets people excited. So like I said, not an exhaustive list, but gives you a lot of good jumping off points for what your own set of rewards might be. And it's probably going to be several of these. Like I, I'm not motivated by every single one, but a good majority on this list. Once you've finished going through your rewards and and again, take a couple days. I think I took maybe over a week because I had like a hundred, hundred items on my, um, what have, what have I done so far list? And I really wanted to be thorough in this part of the exercise. So take as long as you need. And once you've finished, you're going to see just how good you are at getting the rewards that you came for and think about it. If you do a good job at what you're designed for, getting the rewards you came for, just like a bee does, you're a success. 
aren't you? You are. Absolutely, you guys. So it's a new way of looking at the way your mind works as fascinating and all of the things you've done as really, really, really innovative and cool and start viewing yourself as a success. It's, it's just such empowering information to move forward in the world with. So I really hope that you guys have as much fun working on this as I did. Um, so just to go back and reiterate, you get a beautiful scanner planner, you write your ideas and tangential ideas in it. You write a, what have I done so far list? And then you go back and ask yourself the two questions. What was the juiciest part of this exercise and why did I stop? So yeah, that covers at least the introductory lesson on the scanner planner. We might, uh, we might do some other exercises in some upcoming episodes. So I hope you enjoyed the episode boss fam. And if you ever want to ask me a question and effectively get some laser coaching, send me a message on Instagram at Jenny, the wordsmith, and I will answer on the air and even shout out your business in a future episode. I know you all have questions about being multi-passionate in business and in life. So please don't be shy. My goal is to help people like you step into the spotlight and make real money from their creative passions. I've created a ton of free resources to help you out with this. And one of these is my procrastination personality quiz, which will teach you why you procrastinate and what action steps you can take to stop it for good. You can find that at jennyoconnorcom forward slash procrastination. Until next time, there are seven days in a week and someday isn't one of them. Now get on out there and do the thing.